This victory over the world mindset allowed Jesus to go to the cross knowing he would walk out of the tomb three days later. This is the Bible Speaks to You podcast, episode 182. In preparation for Easter, our topic this week is based on Jesus' statement, I have overcome the world. You're listening to The Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early, your host, and this is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I am so grateful that you've tuned in to listen today. Easter is in just a few days, and I've been thinking about something Jesus said to his disciples after the Last Supper and just before he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew exactly what was coming, and he tried to warn his disciples ahead of time that he would be arrested, tried, falsely accused, and crucified, and he also explained he would return after all these ordeals. But they just couldn't take it in. They had no hooks to hang that information on. During the week before Easter, I always love to read the Gospel of John, especially starting with chapter 13. John goes into incredible detail of what Jesus did, how he tried to prepare the disciples for what was coming, what he was thinking, and above all, how he prayed and faced the events that led up to and included the crucifixion. And, of course, we see Jesus' victory over death and the grave, in fact, over all the sins and evils of the world, in his resurrection. Every time I read these chapters, this one verse really stands out to me, and it's the one I've been thinking about these last few days as we get closer to Easter. As I said, Jesus has tried to prepare his disciples for the challenges that are coming, and he says to them, this is John 16:33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Every time I read this, I have to pause and really take it in. Even before the crucifixion and his resurrection, which is what we usually think of as Jesus' victory, Even before all that, he could say, I have overcome the world. Think about this for just a minute. Jesus was not just claiming a victory that hadn't occurred yet. The verb tense in this sentence is the perfect indicative, which means it is action which has occurred in the past once and for all. The indicative mood simply refers to a statement of fact. So Jesus is actually saying, before his visible victory of the resurrection, that 
It is a fact that he has already overcome the world. Now, I talk a lot about the mindset of Jesus on the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This statement, I have overcome the world, is an open door that invites us into the mind of Christ to know, love, and follow Jesus more closely. Jesus is saying here that he has already won the victory over the world on a spiritual level. He knows he has already overcome the world with all its sin and hatred of the truth. But he lets that spiritual victory be put to the test here on earth, so to speak, so he can prove that God's will of salvation be done in earth as it is in heaven. Think of this supreme example of Jesus' mindset, winning and acknowledging his victory over all the world's evil, before it came to pass on the human scene. Here's what I'd like you to think about. What was Jesus' mindset that allowed him, one, to know he was able to win this victory, and then two, empower him to do it? Or to put it another way, what was Jesus' victory over the world mindset? Let's dig into this a little bit. Throughout his ministry, in fact, from the very beginning, Jesus was aware of, preached to others, and taught his disciples to preach that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You can check that out in Matthew 4.17 and Matthew 10.7. This awareness of the presence of the kingdom of heaven is the cornerstone of Jesus' mindset. Because he is conscious that heaven is at hand, Jesus knows that he can never be separated from God, that God is always present, willing and able to heal and save, that God always answers his prayers, and Jesus knows he dwells in heaven with the Father. Here's how Jesus explains it to Nicodemus and, in effect, to you and me as well. This is John three thirteen. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man, who is in heaven. Now, some ancient manuscripts don't have that last phrase, who is in heaven, but even if you leave that out, it doesn't change the meaning of the text because it refers to Jesus having already ascended into heaven. Jesus was aware that his true dwelling place was heaven. Even during the 33 years he walked on the earth, he was conscious of the fact that spiritually he never left heaven. If heaven is at hand, as he said, how could he ever leave or be absent? This mindset of awareness that heaven is at hand and that he dwelt there was what allowed him to declare, I have overcome the world. Because he was so completely conscious of his relationship with the Father and his presence in heaven, Jesus knew he was victorious over the world. He had met every temptation the world had to offer. He destroyed the works of the devil, as 1 John 3, 8, by healing sickness, redeeming sinners, and raising the dead, not to mention stilling storms and feeding thousands of people with just a tiny bit of food. Every possible challenge the world dished out to Jesus, all its lies and limitations, all its materialism, 
he overcame. And in so doing, he overcame the world. He was victorious over it all. It was a spiritual victory that took place first in his heart and in his thinking before it could take place in his victory on the cross and in the resurrection. This victory over the world mindset allowed Jesus to go to the cross knowing he would walk out of the tomb three days later. And it was not just a personal victory over death for himself. It was a collective victory for all mankind throughout all time, a victory over sin, over death, and over what Paul calls the carnal mind's enmity against God. That's Romans 8, 7. The amazing thing to me is that Jesus let his enemies attempt to get rid of him. This actually gave him the opportunity to prove them wrong, to prove that hatred is powerless in the presence of God's love, that sin is powerless in the presence of Christ's holiness, and that darkness is powerless to extinguish the light. To sum up this whole idea, I'll just say that Jesus overcame the world spiritually before what we see as his victory on the cross and in his resurrection. So the question is, can you and I embrace this I have overcome the world mindset of Jesus? Can we win our victories spiritually even before we see any evidence of those victories in our day-to-day lives? Yes, I believe we can. We may not always do it, but it is possible. And just admitting it's possible is perhaps the first step in embracing this mindset of Jesus. Paul says we have the mind of Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 2.16. Now, I quote this verse a lot, not just because it's true, but because we need to remember this powerful truth. We have the mind of Christ. That means we can think and act with the same mindset Jesus did in every aspect of our lives and in every situation. Are you willing to accept this as a possibility for yourself right now? Jesus knew he had already overcome the world before he was nailed to the cross. How can you and I take that same approach to the challenges we face? Well, think about all the little and big spiritual victories you've had in your life. Maybe a new job opened up for you when you prayed. Maybe a relationship was restored. Maybe you were healed. Maybe you found freedom from sin in your life. Whatever your victories have been, they have strengthened you spiritually and prepared you for the next victory. To the degree we adopt the mindset of Jesus, when we know a challenge is coming, and we often do, sometimes only intuitively, We'll tackle the problem prayerfully and get our victory over it spiritually before it even occurs. Then, when it actually shows up in our lives, we know it's a foregone conclusion that God will heal and resolve the situation. The resurrection is not something we should think about just at the Easter season. We need this resurrection mindset, this I have overcome the world mindset, every single day of our lives. The resurrection is not just a one-time event relegated to history. It's an ongoing mental and spiritual awareness that heaven is at hand, that heaven is our dwelling place now, 
where God constantly reveals his love for all mankind in Jesus' victory over sin and death. As you pray and prepare your heart to receive more of the power of Jesus' resurrection in your own life, remember how Jesus tried to comfort his disciples. He said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, I've been talking about our ability through God's help and embracing Jesus' mindset to overcome whatever the world throws at us, but it's even more powerful to realize Jesus is telling us that whatever problems we may have in this world, he has already overcome. If Jesus has already overcome them, they really don't have any legitimacy in our lives. Take a minute and think of a challenge you're facing right now. Whatever it is, big or small, something recent or long-standing, something subtle or something that blows up in your face, Christ has already overcome it. Christ has already proved it is powerless. Christ has already given you the victory. It's as if Jesus said, I have overcome the world for you. And this victory over the world is not just for you personally. It's for all mankind. Jesus' victory over sin and death is for every single person who has ever lived or ever will. Cherish this fact. Spend some time this Easter season rejoicing over God's love for all mankind and being grateful for Jesus' gift to you of his victory over the world. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful you're here, and I want to wish you a very wonderful Easter filled with a deep abiding sense of the power of the resurrection in your life today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. Over the last couple of weeks, there have been a lot of new listeners to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I just want to say thanks for signing up. I am so grateful you're here. And if you ever have any comments or questions about something you hear in the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Just go to the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, and click on the Contact tab in the menu bar. Fill out the form, and I'll be in touch. And if you haven't subscribed yet on the website, click on the Subscribe tab in the menu bar, fill out your name and email, and that way you'll be on my email notification list and you'll never miss an episode. And when you sign up, I'll send you a prayer guide called Praying with the Mindset of Jesus. If you'd like to study in depth the Bible references that I mentioned in today's episode, you can find those on the show notes page on my website. Just go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 182. This is episode 182. And if you're listening on a podcast app, That link will be in the description. I want to thank you for all the ways that you have been supportive of the Bible Speaks to You podcast. The show has now had listeners in 158 countries all over the world. One of the best ways that you can be supportive of the show is to take the ideas that you hear and think about them, engage with them, put them into practice in your daily life, and then let me know what has been helpful to you. That always means so much to me. Another way to be supportive is to share the podcast with your friends. That's one of the ways that the show has grown so much. 
Another way to be supportive of the show is to make a financial contribution that helps cover the production and editing and hosting costs every week and every month. If you'd like to make a financial contribution, you can go to the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, and scroll all the way to the bottom. In the footer, you'll see a PayPal donate button. I am so grateful for all the different ways that you all support this show. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. That's it for this week. Thanks again for being here. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week, take care, and we'll see you next time. God bless.